Brought to you by the Mutual Audio Network. Don't leave home without it. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Welcome to Rude Alchemy Chatter and Lore. I'm Andy. I'm Andrew. I'm Brian. I'm Tom. Jesus Christ. You'd think Mike would be the one to make the mistake, but it's... Uh, We're the creators of Rude Alchemy. Uh, Chatter and Lore is that special place where we talk about Rude Alchemy, who we are, why we're doing it. Also tell some stories that will expand the ridiculous universe we're creating. Um, if this is the first episode, I'm actually reading from the script this time. That's why this is correct. Uh, I'm stepping up my game. Uh, if this is the thank first you. episode of Rude Alchemy you're listening to, thank you. Welcome. We're glad to have you. But since this is an opportunity to enhance and expand the world of the series, you might have a better time if you first listen to episodes um, from, you know, just the whole damn thing. Like, if this is the first thing you're listening to, that's uh, unfortunate. I actually, what 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 season did we just do? Oh, the bestiary. The yeah, bestiary. you at least have to listen to the bestiary. But if that's the first thing you listen to, you won't listen to this. So really, just go back to the beginning and listen to everything. And by then, you will have acquired a taste for the kind of shit we do in the bestiary. So you really should just start from the beginning. <laughs> and if you can make it to this point, then you'll want to listen to it. I think. And since. Tom and Ryan screwed up the intro. Yeah. You might not have yeah. noticed, but resident sound designer Mr. Michael Hahn, for the first time ever, is joining us for the chatter and Yay. Woo! Yay. the true hero of Rude Alchemy is mm-hmm. joining us. Hello, hello. Cool. All right. uh, um, what's Michael. first? Thank you. I'm sorry. Uh, first, I'll try and turn it down a bit. <laughs> you shut your mouth now. First will be the round robin where we ask one Ugh. another questions. Um, mm. Let's just say one asker, one answerer, and then we just keep on going. Love it. Uh, let's see. Um, I got nothing. Oh, good. Thank Great. You, Ryan. Go, Ryan. Go. This question's for Andy. Andy, I knew I knew you were a baseball fan. You're what? You're, you were a Baltimore Orioles fan. Now you're a Philadelphia Phillies fan? Well, I believe everyone has allowed one American League and one National oh, League okay. team. All right. All right. Continue. Yeah, I, I didn't even know they were on two different leagues. So, uh, <laughs> but anyways. That's my, that's my uh, belief. All right. Continue. I didn't know. Now, <laughs> when you wrote the, um, the intros... Did you have to listen to any announcers, or did that just come right out of your head? Did you have to like to get the little jargon and everything, or do, are you just that much of a baseball fan, which I didn't realize that that you didn't need any assistance while writing that those intros? 
I did not need assistance. So at all, you know, you just had no, all no, like, no. All yeah, ba- we got one and one, and uh, you, that just came yeah. Right you didn't have to. Wow. I'm realizing baseball is is something that I that I that I do truly. L- l- I'm going to say love, which feels very corny. So I'm sorry, <laughs> and I'm sorry. There's this this. Uh, there's sports talk on here. That's just that's. Listen, if this is the first episode you're listening to, I don't think a sport has been mentioned until now. But you know, I I don't know. I'm I I do like it. And um, back in 2008, when the Philadelphia Phillies won the World Series, I was living with Andrew, and uh, also my future wife, who was my fiance at the time, and the three ways were amazing. But the point is, when we were watching, <laughs> Angela and I would always watch the Phillies, and Andrew has no interest in sports for the most part, um, but he would, he would sometimes sit and watch with us and just imitate the announcer. Um, mm. And so I kind of based it on, on, on that, right. on Tom, Tom McCarthy, the announcer for the uh, Philadelphia f- baseball Phillies. Shane Victorino. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Shane Victorino was on the Phillies. Oh. That's right. Yep. Great. Thank you. Uh, okay. Very, Sports very talk. Impressive. All right. And now it's your turn to ask a question, Andy. Um. Okay. Mike. 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 Yeah. Oh, I got a perfect yeah. question. Okay. Is uh is uh is uh okay? So your like handle oh. thing is is my my mic is on like that's a thing. That's like a yes. The, okay, so I'm not going to give the exact email address because you will be flooded with with <laughs> pictures of nubile new, ladies. Um, I mean, okay, can, but yeah, my mic is on. Okay. It, it, is that because it kind of sounds like your name, like Mike Han? Mike is on. Is that a thing? Yes. Okay. Yes, and 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 actually, Andrew Kane. Uh, was one of the people who started it. Um, All right. Yeah. So Andrew and another an, an actor named Suze. Uh, when we when we all worked together at People's Light, I was an audio engineer there. And uh, because I needed a mic test when I, you know once I got everybody's mics on their bodies for the show, mm. the musical we were doing. That's the best part, I isn't it? Putting it on their bodies. Oiled it up. <laughs> Lube yeah. them nicely. <laughs> once, once I had my hands all over their bodies, uh, I would run up to the board, <laughs> and I would do the sound check through the through the headphones, and just eventually it became uh, Andrew and Suze are the ones that started it. They just said, "Mike on, Mike on, my mic is on, Mike on, my, <laughs> mic, is on, my mic is on, Mike on," and then eventually the whole cast was doing it. So I just got this like chorus of people talking to me over their body mics while I was in the back, wow. in the front of the house. <laughs> and then there was even a song one day. Andrew sang a song about my mic is on. So yeah, it just kind of stuck as my, <laughs> as my sound engineer moniker, at least. Oh, the, great. The, this is worlds colliding. joy of camaraderie. <laughs> I, for one, am shocked that Kane developed a song out of something so <laughs> mundane. Yeah. That is shocking. Not his style. <laughs> oh, man. Mike, now you have to ask a question. Oh, I do? Yes. Yep. Oh. Of one particular person. Okay. Of someone that hasn't been asked a question yet. Uh, oh, okay. Which was only Andy and myself. Which was, which was me. Oh, you also. Yeah, so you can, you can ask Ryan, me, or Tom. Okay, okay. Uh, Ryan. Oh, shit. I never give good answers. Go ahead. Ryan. 
Uh, are you are you uh, ever going to write again for Rude Alchemy? Oh. oh, yeah. Now, I am going to write again. I think you should ask us that question. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to write again. But I have, I've had this fantasy in my head for years. It's just all of a sudden coming to, the, coming to a, a meeting and being like, all right, guys, I got a whole season. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that one of these days. Uh, but... Um, just, just not today. <laughs> just not. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'll write again. It just it's very stressful. It's very stressful for me. I've always been a procrastinator <laughs> and a really bad one. Like some people were procrastinators, but in the end they get it done. Me, I was a procrastinator, and then I just didn't get it done. Which <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hard to um, yeah, hard to imagine. You know, I will. I will write again. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, my question is for Tom, and it is when you were writing the the tortoise grandparents <laughs> in the second episode of the Bestiary. Oh. Did you like? Did that just come to you, or how did you like the the fact that you that you wrote in the stage directions that the the tortoise has to sign? <laughs> Um, with, with, its, with its tortoise claws, <laughs> was it like? How did that whole thing come about? Aside from like looking at the treatment and being forced to do some of it, but like, wh- mm. where what was that process like? Sure, I'll be honest with you. If you had asked me two minutes ago, who wrote that scene, <laughs> I would have guessed you. <laughs> I would have had to first remember what the scene was because I obviously forgot. Um, so I guess the, 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 the answer is I have no idea what I'm writing or how I come up with it. And then as soon as it's done, I forget that I did it. <laughs> so to go back and try to figure out where I did, that is a lost cause. Okay. I write very quickly. And I wait as long as possible until I have to write. <laughs> so it um, is the first draft, whatever pops into my head. It's basically, what do you call that? Uh, stream of conscious writing ugh, within the that. confines of the, uh, you know, the uh, outline. Beautiful. It's a great you're like, answer. You're like Faulkner. Yeah, that's ex- that's usually what I compare myself mm-hmm. to. But it's I didn't exactly know exactly like William. Faulkner. Exactly like that. <laughs> American icon. Let me just Google who is um, William Faulkner. Uh, Tom, just ask me, and that could be your question. Great. Are you ex? No, I'm not going to ask that because because I don't know about that. So let's. <laughs> oh right. right. Are you? <laughs> well, um. You could ask, and we could edit it out. What? I was going to ask a personal question, not a. Uh, oh not well, a... maybe maybe don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um, Bigger than a girl. How, how did can, can you can? can uh, <laughs> we all know that. Oh. Um, can you can you can you what tell us all the story? I guess we kind of know a little bit, uh, but but can you guys can you tell us the story of how of how you and Mike's friendship developed? Ooh. Um. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's. I, I mean, that was the first. That was the first thing we worked on. I think was the mic on my mic is on experience, um, 
And Mike is a great musician. How long ago and was he, that? If you don't mind, that was two thousand eight. Cinderella. Oh, okay. So we're going back. Gracious me! Eleven years ago, yeah, two thousand eight, Christmas time, because it was Cinderella um, Panto. So it's been, and then we did what, like four Pantos, and then Mike worked at the same theater that I worked at for a couple of years. So like we overlapped, like in when I was sort of doing administrative stuff and when I was performing. So it was. Uh, it's been a you know it's been it's been yeah. a nice long time and I think it's just he has a he has a, a, a like a fucked up sense of humor um, mm. like me mm. <laughs> and he's a musician and he would bring in instruments and we would just sort of play before curtain we would just sort of sit in the green room and like just play music like Dave and Matthews and stuff um, yeah. <laughs> no yeah, totally. no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um sorry sorry dmb fans out there but no uh and yeah i mean it's it's as simple as that like we he, there was were long runs like those we did like yeah. 60 different performances and he was live mixing every single show oh. so like you spend you know if you spend time with people that you vibe with backstage you know it's it's a uh, it's just it happens naturally yeah yeah Yes. Yes. Yeah, and I still a- I still don't have his phone number. If I need oh, really? if I need to get a hold of Andrew Kane, I must email him. <laughs> <laughs> I've left I've that left hilarious. my well, cell phone gonna- number at the bottom of every email. If it's easier to text me, just text me, bro. I can get still don't have his number. <laughs> oh no. I'm gonna change that. I'm changing that. No, it's like that. it's like a, now it's a thing. Yeah, now uh, I'm going for a record. Yeah. <laughs> Two one five. I'm tech. No. <laughs> shush, shush, oh, shush. <laughs> and we're back. And uh, <laughs> uh, now it's time for the rarest of treats, the juiciest of morsels. The tastiest of titties. I'm sorry. I don't know. I didn't know how to alliterate that. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't feel good about that. But I mean, I do, but not for public consumption. Um, but you can not edit it out. I don't care. What does it matter? Um, Ryan Whalen, in all of his glory, uh, has prepared the game. The game prepared by Ryan Whalen. Ryan, have you ever prepared a game for us before for chapter? I, and this is my war? first game preparation. Ooh. This, ah, uh, let me tell you, the expectations. We've been doing this for almost five years. <laughs> yep, expectations are so high. Take it away, Ryan. Weird history. Here we go, uh, folks. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Well, yes, it is a trivia. It is trivia. It's a trivia extravaganza, as I call it. And tonight's topic is things that specifically interest Ryan Whalen. (laughs) And we are going to have five subcategories where I will pick someone and they can choose the subcategory of their choosing. Yay, it's like Jeopardy in in that way. Exactly, exactly. There are three questions per category and I've developed... I have five categories. I don't know if that's too much. I don't know. <laughs> that's got to be almost okay. 13 or 14 questions. It's about 15 questions. 15 oh, okay. Questions. So, 
Our categories tonight are rare and unusual livestock, uh, <laughs> genealogy, uh-huh. the European Reformation, oh, the American Civil War, and British television. Oh. <laughs> This is the most whalingest whaling game oh, ever. Hey, kitties, knock it off. <laughs> Red. Red. Cut it out. So. You know, cats can live a very long time. <laughs> They're still getting used to each other. So uh, there's, oh, there's no category called Ryan's for Cats. Uh. <clears throat> All right. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Let's start. Who? Let's start with uh, Andy. You may choose. A- oh, fantastic! Thank you. Oh, god. Mm. Let's go genealogy. God damn it! I'm already genealogy. stupid. Right. I don't know anything about genealogy. Okay. No, no. These questions are not that good. <clears throat> The 1890 United States Federal Census is a sore subject for genealogists because A, it was destroyed by fire in the 1920s. B, uh, this particular census only required citizens to give their age and sex and did not require a first and last name. C, it deteriorated in less than 10 years due to bad paper stock. Or D, was not conducted due to political turmoil. Tom. D. Right. No, I'm going to change that to B. B. Uh, oh. Uh, required citizens, age, and sex, and does not require yeah. first and last yeah. names. Yeah. Okay. T. Uh, this is going to be difficult for me to keep track of this. I'm bad at that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Andy. That's the, that's the fifth category. Asking me? Yeah. Same one. Age and sex. All right. Andrew? Uh, what was C again? Uh, deteriorated in less than 10 years due to bad paper stock. Uh, I don't know. A. A. Andrew. And Michael. Uh, the answer is D. All three. D. All th- No, no. D was, yeah, no. <laughs> was not conducted due to political turmoil. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one. All right. <laughs> Mike just made up his own choice. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew is the only one correct. It was destroyed yeah! in the 1920s. Oh. So can mm. we just do... Plus one. Do we have to do the, the minus? Rude rules. Plus one for oh. me, minus one for everyone oh, else. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Whalen has oh. to do some math. Oh, <laughs> sort <man>. of. <laughs> All right. Now we'll go with the second question in the genealogy car- uh, category. Your grandmother's aunt's first child is your... <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Say it again. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, see that Your again? grandmother's aunt's first child is your A, third cousin, B, third cousin <laughs> twice removed, C, second cousin once removed, or D, first cousin twice removed. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. It's so oh, sorry. Call, uh, we'll go on? with Michael first. Uh, I think it was B, but is it? It's third cousin once removed. 
Well, there's there's B is third cousin twice removed, and C is second cousin once removed. Do you want to oh. go B? B uh, yeah. Cousin? Oh God, no! Twice removed. No. Uh, yeah, B. B. So Michael is B. All right, Andrew. Uh, B. <laughs> Too much B, stress. Andrew, Andy. Uh, you know, I was thinking it was A, but I'm second guessing. I really think some, there's some removal in there. So which ones have removal in it? Uh, B, C, and D. Third cousin twice oh, removed, fuck. second cousin once removed, first cousin twice removed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's just go B. B? All yeah. right. And Thomas. Just give me, just give me a second. No, so Tom. It's my, Tom. It's, my, it's my grandmother's aunt's first child yes your grandmother's so my first. grandmother's aunt yes first child so that would be my grandmother's cousin so then my mother would be that woman's first cousin once removed and then i would be first cousins twice removed is that an option yes d that, first that, cousin twice removed that <clears throat> And Tom, D, and Tom, well done. You figured it out. Wow. It is first cousin, twice removed, D. Thank you. Thank you very much. Wow. It's, that was difficult because it's, I usually start with me and then go down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I have to start up and then come down to me. Yeah. That was what was tricking me. <clears throat> I usually start with your mother and then go down. Oh! <laughs> Oh, uh, oh, that was low-hanging fruit, but right. it was still funny. After, after, each, after each category, I will give you a points update, okay? And we okay. Have okay, we might only, we might only do a, like two, three categories. No, we're doing them all. We're just going really fast. Uh, all, right, all right, we have to pick up the pace. Okay, we'll go faster. Well, you guys got to answer quicker. All right, this is the last yep. question in the genealogy category. D. Which of Tom's great-great-uncles <laughs> fled to Italy during World War I under suspicion of treason by the United States government? I'm going to pick Tom last just because there's a chance he might know this, but I don't think he will. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Do you need me to repeat the question? Nope. No. Nope. Okay, so Andrew... Okay, uh, the, the choices are A, Henry Hodgkin... <laughs> Adolf Hodgkin, C. Thomas Hodgkin, D. Julian Hodgkin. Andrew? Uh, Julian. Uh, Andy? A. Henry Hodgkin? Uh, Michael? A. Henry. Michael and Tom. Thanks for revealing my family's deepest, darkest secret. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was... um, I, I honestly have no idea, so I'm just going to stay with A. A, Henry Hodgkin. Uh, you are all incorrect. It was uh, Thomas Thomas Hodgkin. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Thomas Hodgkin was also uh, one of the first socialists to come to America from England. <clears throat> I think that, I think, I thought, wasn't he James, James Black Hodgkin? I did a lot of no, work on Tom, Tom's Thomas Hodgkin. <laughs> Thomas Hodgkin was the, uh, the, so, the socialist. Uh, he may have also, and there may have been another one that fled to Italy, but Thomas Hodgkin was the socialist. I will, I will, I will give you this, Tom. It was uh, his his first name is Thomas Hodgkin, but he typically went by T. Ellett Hodgkin. He went by his, he always did T. Ellett. 
The, 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 the traitor? The traitor, yeah. There was, he mm. just, he had My some, family has... And there was, and by the way, there, there is an Adolf Hotchkin in your family. He's your great-great-uncle, Adolf Hotchkin. Oh, good. Right. Oh, good. So, well, we're all good Christian uh, Americans now. I think that Ryan needs to always do the games. Please keep going. Okay, all right. So that finishes the genealogy category with Tom has negative one, Andy has negative three, Andrew has negative one, and Michael has negative three. So we're doing let's great. Let's go. Who picked out Andy? We'll go. Tom, you can pick the next category. You have animals, uh, rare and unusual <laughs> livestock. That uh, we'll rare and that, unusual livestock. Yeah, the genealogy one was the funniest one. So just prepare yourselves. <laughs> All right. One. First question. Developed in the first decade of the 20th century, the American cream draft horse is especially unique because <laughs> a its lineage can be specifically traced to a single mare named Miss Daisy. B, it's the smallest draft horse breed. C, it is the only draft horse developed in America. Or D, it does not require horseshoes due to its strong hooves. Which which was specifically... This is is just as funny as the (laughs) T.L. Oh, sorry. Uh, We'll go with Andrew. Oh, why? Um, Miss Daisy. Miss Daisy. Andrew. Uh, Michael? Uh, B. It is the smallest trash horse breed. It is the tiniest, yeah. Uh, Tom? Well, it's obviously not D. Um, I'm going to go with C. Which one was that again? The only draft horse developed in America? No, 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 no. B, the uh, smallest one. Smallest draft horse, T. Yeah, 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 that one. Because why not? Why not? What was D? D was, it does not require horseshoes due to its strong hooves. The Uh, the I'll go with A. I'll go with A. A, its lineage can be specifically traced to a single mare named Miss Daisy. And you were all incorrect, Tom. You should have gone with your gut. It's the only draft horse developed in America. In 1911, Uh, in Iowa, it was developed. Oh. If I knew what a draft horse was. It's also, I I tricked you there a little bit. It's lineage. A draft horse is just large. They're workhorses. They can pull large machinery back in the day. Uh, I did throw you off a little bit. Um, it can be linked to a single mare, but her name wasn't Miss Daisy. Ah, uh-huh. it, was, mm-hmm. it was something else. It was old. It was old. Some old mom or something like that. But I can't remember. <laughs> old ma. <laughs> oh, oh, and that you think that that throat us is even the more darling. Uh, <laughs> All right. Name change. That the name change is what. Yeah, because I was really on that one. And I was like, I don't think it was Daisy now. <laughs> All right. Uh, question two. This deer-like and genetically unique goat has its origin has its origin and namesake from which island off the Southern California coast? A. San Nicolas. B. San Clemente. C. Santa Catalina. Or D. Santa Rosa. What the fuck is happening right now? Uh, Andy. Um, B. B. San Clemente. Okay, Andy. Uh, That's Michael? not right, but oh well. D. Santa Rosa. Yeah. Tom. C. Why not? Santa Catalina. <laughs> and Andrew. 
<clears throat> Santa Catalina. Santa Catalina. All right, and Andy, you have yes. the correct answer. It's San Clemente. It's actually an island owned by the U.S. Navy, and uh, yeah, there's just a herd of goats that live out there that they're genetically unique. To that <laughs> That's island. cool, and they're deer-like. That's kind of cool. I want to see one yes, of those. Yes, they are deer-like. Plus one. Huh. Huh. Sounds hot. <laughs> All right, and let's keep it moving. Keep Andrew happy. Uh, <laughs> I'm just uh, no. Uh, George Washington and Henry Clay were instrumental in developing which breed of ass? <laughs> A, the mammoth jackstock. B, the Rhode Island ridgeback. C, the Potomac jackstock. Or, or D, the Virginia red. Finally, an easy one. Michael, I'm gonna pee my pants. Uh, me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with the Potomac Jackstock. Potomac Jackstock, okay. Uh, Andy, that one sounds me. All right, uh, Potomac also. Potomac Jackstock. All right. Tom? Let's make it a hat trick. Tom and Andrew. Potomac Jackstock. It's also known as the Pota Jack. (laughs) The Potomac Jackstock. Is that your answer? (laughs) Yes. And you are all incorrect. It is the Mammoth Jackstock. It's the other Jackstock. (laughs) I feel like that was a trick question. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we have, we have, we have to all stop. Right, with, right, Ryan, right. save these other questions for the next chatter and lore because I can't, I can't do any more. <laughs> <laughs> we got... Uh, well, did you complete That's that it? category? Yeah, we just completed that category. Okay. Okay, who won? We only How did many more categories are there? Three. Well, there's like three more. Yeah. You want to do one more category or... <laughs> I think that would I can't, that would be nice. No, I I can't, <laughs> I can't do any more. I can't, <laughs> another I can't see. I, my eyes are crying so. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't think we've ever had to stop a game because Kane couldn't handle. The I have to actually, I have to go pee or I'm gonna piss myself. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, we're back, and now it's time for questions or the story? Story? The story. 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 Time for chatter and lore, the lore part. So I wrote the story. The idea is that I'm supposed to write something sort of, you know, uh, to complement the universe of the bestiary. So that's what I did. Um, uh, Ryan Whalen and Michael Hahn, if you'll open your email, uh, you'll see that I sent you the script um we're going to essentially do an audio drama for a change and um (laughs) all right ryan you will be playing uh neighbor and michael Han, you are doing the sound effects uh so where it says sound effects that's you 
and don't worry, there's only two, and they're at the beginning and the end, and they're both a lawnmower. Um, but I'm sure you're going to be great. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So just just Andy, to set can I get the... some character direction real quick? Can I get a little? Yeah, I actually synopsis? thank you for reminding me because I forgot what you're like without direction. Um, so basically, we just want. <laughs> no, you're the you're the neighbor, and you're clueless, and you're happy, and just oh, a jovial, great. happy, clueless yeah. neighbor. All right. All right. Yep. Um, and I should and I... Uh, give just yes. Am your I SFX, your sound good effects. Good working order, or uh, yes, excellent, tip top. Okay. No, 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 no. Great. Neighbor, neighbor takes his lawn mowing very seriously. Okay. Um, and also, uh, so the way that this works into the Bestiary universe is that my character Evan is uh, the sloth that you may remember being draped over the. <laughs> Um, the zookeeper's shoulders at one point he was kind of a yeah well anyway that the idea is that this is before he's gone to the prison hell thing that is the bestiary Uh, all right and before he's an an animal or whatever all right it's in the backyard take it away michael hunt How you doing there, neighbor? Oh, I complain, but who'd listen, huh? <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> Ooh, hot one today. Oh, by God, must be pert near a hundred. That doesn't stop you from killing yourself mowing. Well, Evan, truth be told, I enjoy it. Well, you're welcome to come to my yard anytime. <laughs> Say, um, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your, your kids really don't use that pool much, do they? Hmm? Well, it's just, I never see them using it. Hottest summer on record. I don't know. Well, you know, kids are kids are funny nowadays. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I tell you, if I had a pool when I was a kid, say, how old are they now anyway? Well, uh, yeah, uh, Michaela is 17 and Brianna just turned 15. Oh, that's a hot age. Hmm? <laughs> Said that must be a fun age. <laughs> well, they keep me busy, all right. <laughs> Evan... I gotta get back to it. This lawn won't mow itself. You the know? thing is, yeah. I never see them in there. I mean, when I get home, I look. No swimmers. <laughs> I take out the trash. I look. No swimmers. I set reminders to look out my attic office window at the hottest times of the day. No swimmers. <clears throat> well, yeah, like I said, they're... They're busy. Lots of activities. I'm just thinking about you. All that maintenance and expense and chlorine and whatnot. It barely gets any use. Well, I, I wouldn't say it doesn't get any use. Twice. Um, what? Twice. That's how many times this whole summer there has been a bikini-clad high school girl in your pool, which I have a perfect bird's-eye view of from my attic office with the tinted window. Twice. Now you tell me, does that really justify the work and expense... Well, it doesn't for me. And what about my expense, huh? Do you think that window was always tinted or that getting it tinted was cheap? 
Are you saying you want to swim in my pool? Because you and Carol are more than welcome. I mean, I don't want to think about Carol and your pool in the same discussion. God, this was supposed to be a really fun summer. Just, you know, kicking back, relaxing in my attic office, enjoying the splish splash giggle of teenage horseplay, or at least sunbathing, for God's sake. I don't understand it. I'm sure these very busy girls have plenty of time for Instagram and Snapchat. That they do. (laughs) That they do. (laughs) Yeah, I know. They get up to some pretty wild shit on there, too. Trust me, I'm on top of it. But (laughs) there's just no substitution for the real thing. Well, kids will be kids, I guess. Yeah. Hey, I forgot. I needed to ask you, um, what did you use to get that stain out that was under Brianna's bed for a couple weeks? Last night, I noticed it's not there anymore, and we have the same damn problem in our rec room. Just resolve. I think. I'll ask Sharon. All right, neighbor, you take care now, and don't throw your back out with that lawnmower. No, sir. Christ, Andy. Oh, Oh my God. For the questions from you dirty, unwashed masses, uh, what do you got there, Andrew? Got a couple questions from the past, oh, I don't know, uh, 18 months that uh-huh. we haven't really attended to. <laughs> Great. Um, so I'm going to start with uh, uh, Hunter the Dervish of Dervish on Patreon asked us a bunch of questions. Uh, and they're, they're just darling. Number one. What do you do for a living besides podcasting? <laughs> and I say, darling, <laughs> because of the besides podcasting, which obviously earns us yeah. dozens of dollars. <clears throat> uh, what do we do? I'm a, uh, believe it or not, I'm a teacher. Go around the table, guys. What I am do you do? a service technician for an oxygen supply company. <laughs> I deliver oxygen to veterans. <laughs> Um, I'm independently wealthy, so I just kind of have a little leisure. That must be nice. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I do software support for a arts management software, nonprofit arts management software. Tom's an insurance. Yeah, he's an insurance. What? What? (laughs) Cuts people's insurance off. (laughs) (laughs) No insurance now. (laughs) This was your responsibility. Uh, (laughs) That's right. Mike, what do you do? I well, I'm an uh, arts administrator and a sound designer and composer. But you already knew that, Patreon. (laughs) That's right. Uh, question number two. Do you plan on bringing guests onto the show or collaborating in the future? Well, guess what? We got a guest on this show. Done. Um, but no, we don't plan on bringing people onto the show. Why would we do <laughs> Never that? Never again. Um, we thing. used to do that. We yeah. used to have like, lady, you know, that lady friend do. of yours. <clears throat> was her. Oh, yeah, sure. well, Mike, knows, Mike knows Elena too. Elena. Uh, Poggles. Yeah, well, Poggles. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, we have guests sometimes. We've had guest voice actors in the past, but uh, the truth of the matter is it's uh, difficult to do that because it would require more than the absolute minimum, which is all we're willing to contribute to. <laughs> and that would like require emailing schedules and having people that are willing to do things with microphones that are worthwhile and getting them to send us the files and, you know, all that stuff. Uh, question number three. 
Since it is now canon that Poe Green and, B- and Bruff Taxwin are set in the same universe, can we assume that all of Rude Alchemy tales are one universe? Dun, dun, dun. This was back when we did uh, Poe Green and the Jesus. Ghost. Jesus. <laughs> that's, how, that's how old this question is. Uh, I don't know. I think we always think of these things as um, like Rudiverses that sort of uh, the edges overlap with one another. I don't know. That's how I've thought of it. But they're kind of like separate little worlds that collide sometimes. I I, 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 I basically agree. I, although I feel like um, I don't know something about the one-offs, like uh, Bestiary and the Buffoon. I feel like are are almost mythical. So they they don't maybe have any cross have as much opportunity for crossover. Let's say. Yeah, I mean the the buffoon is is technically kind of a it's plague hanging it's, on the fringes right. of the plague. Clowns, right, but. I guess I would include, <clears throat> yeah, I guess I would include plague clowns slash buffoon. I don't know, fucking whatever. All right, I agree. Uh, what type of food do you like? <laughs> really? Who asked that <laughs> I question? I told you, they're just darling. These are all from Hunter the Dervish of Dervish. Oh, Hunter, Hunty. Uh, go around and say a food you like. Uh, cheeseburgers. <laughs> I feel like I'm. In, I feel like I'm like the first day of kindergarten. Uh, pizza. What? Pizza. Uh, I love pizza. Yeah. Chinese food. Love Chinese uh, food. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I really knew that. Yeah. Roast That's beef sandwiches. Roast beef What's sandwiches. Really rare roast beef. Mm. Oh. But pink, not that roast beef pink. that like starts to turn like a green metallic look to it, you know? Have you ever come across that? I mean, it's yeah, totally I, fine I to know eat. No idea what you're talking about. Really? Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. It's, it's the cheap. It's the cheap roast beef that does. Oh that. no no no! I go I go all out when I get my roast beef. Yeah. Hmm. Andy, a big, what type of food do you a, like? A big breakfast. Oh yeah, good for Pancakes you. I like that too. Eggs. I would not kick any of this food out of bed. Yeah. And the last question from the hunter, uh, the dervish of Durbage, is what sort of things do you take inspiration oh, from? Geez. Oh, what sort of things do you take inspiration for your stories from? I think we've talked a little bit about this. Um, we, we, back in the day when uh, David Alt was interviewing us when we first started. And David Alt is like, he does audio dramas. Like, he loves audio dramas. And he was asking us about audio dramas. And, like, we don't listen to that shit. Like, we don't, we are not, uh, we're not a part of the community. We get tagged in things oh, on Twitter God. all the time. And I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? Like, I don't even know what it is. But, but and, and not, we're not ungrateful that we get tagged in stuff like that. But we just have no idea what any of it is. We are our um, own inspiration. Uh, we. Uh, <laughs> I think I I mean I think we're inspired by the things that we think are funny. Yeah. So like a lot of people for the very for for Carver Crane Bottom, which is probably people's favorite thing that we do. Um, I think it's very it's Sherlock Holmes meets Monty Python. People have said that in uh, the comments and the reviews and things, and I think that's accurate because that's sort of what we were inspired by when we wrote it. Does anyone else have have an inspiration for something that they wrote on the show? I I for me it's I just. Right, uh, you guys like what I think is going to be funny coming out of your mouths. Yeah, mm. that's really where it comes from. 
That's wonderful. I, I mean, I, have... I mean, we just did a whole season because I said I think it'd be funny if we were all animals, <laughs> and we and we developed an entire season. That was our inspiration. <laughs> oh, that's I forgot that that's that is that is how it went. Yeah, I'd say it's, um, if there weren't four of us, I think it would be fair to say that we are singular genius. Singular. And yet we're weaker when we come together. <laughs> this is a Beautiful. question from. Um, Another Patreon patron, V is for Yoshi, and it says this. So, period. <clears throat> is there a place where I can listen to the music of Root Alchemy? The entire podcast is great, but I find myself wanting to hear the music on its own. Old Town Wake, baby! Reply. Well, mm. they're talking about Benjamin yeah. J. Robb. But uh, Old, uh, Old Town Wake is really only featured on yeah. the... Uh... <laughs> Thank you, though. Thank you. How quickly you forget Benjamin J. Robb. Uh, <laughs> Old Town Wake is featured on the Chatter and Lore episodes, and some of you are detective-y enough to have gone and sought out Old Town Wake. That, that band that is singing and playing is my band, and I've never talked about it on, on the, this before, so here it is. I'm in a band called Old Town Wake, and we have music that you can go listen to, but only one of our songs is featured in Root Alchemy. Everything else that you hear is composed by Benjamin J. Robb. Maybe we'll have him on the Well, on the that's not entirely too, true, Andrew. Sometimes you write songs. Oh, I write. Yeah, the songs that appear in the episodes that are like sung by a character, I write. The garbage yeah, book, book songs. songs. Yeah, they're, they're, they call them yeah. book songs. Yeah, there's... <laughs> We've had a couple of them, and they're you know they're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we, uh, we need to talk to Ben about maybe putting music somewhere because it seems like there's a number of people who are interested in listening to this music that he makes. And that number uh, is four. <laughs> yeah, it's like probably like four or five people. But you know what? You four or five people, we're going to try to make that happen for you. Oh, God, that's I'm, I'm kind of dominating these questions. I'm sorry, but here's one that we can all uh, respond really to. really good at answering this is questions, from, Thanks so much. Uh, this is from McTaterThought on Twitter. That's her Twitter handle. <laughs> I love this. Which is a great, a great Twitter handle. Um, yeah. Question is, it's a multi-part question. Do you have any advice for people wanting to start their own <laughs> podcast? For example, editing programs to use, the best way to accomplish doing a podcast with someone long distance. Yep. Or best ways to build an audience. Oh. Love your podcast, BT. I would really like to, to handle this audience. one, if that's all right. <laughs> yeah, if you have any ideas about how to build an audience, McTaylorBot, <laughs> we'd lo- please. love to hear them. I would love to, to right. talk. I would love to do an entire episode about this topic. But I, I do think the most important thing is to get an idiot like Michael Hahn to edit your shit for free. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> so, Listen, I... Yeah, I- Thomas. Well, I was just going to say, like, I mean, really, that's a very cute question because we have we have no idea what we're doing. This entire <laughs> podcast is nothing more than a way for us to stay in communication with each other and have an excuse to get together mm-hmm. once a month. So yeah. thank you very much for thinking that we have anything to offer in any of those categories. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this is nothing more than a way for us to hang out. So I guess I guess my advice would be, you know, do it with people that you really really enjoy being with. Yeah, and and yeah, advice. I think that's that's it. And it's uh, it's about the content. I'd say like th- when we first started, I was like thinking like, okay, this is a business, and I am going to be all of us. I'm going to make all of us. We are all going to make all of us millionaires. It's a matter of time. Really. 
Well, I don't know. Whatever. I just wanted I feel to. Like we've it. all gone through that phase. I, I went through yeah, that phase. Yeah, yeah. At different times, it hasn't hit Ryan yet. Um, but <laughs> we, we all. <laughs> so like early on, I was like researching stuff and and I did uh, some some growth hacking, which is like you. Yeah. I you can't do it anymore. Uh, Twitter has rules against it now, but like you could you could. F- I, I mass followed all the other like audio drama people and inevitably a percentage of them would follow us back on Twitter and then they might say, huh, I wonder what this is and listen to it. And I think that that did actually do some shit. We also went on Reddit and yes. um, did a review exchange, which we did four for one and we actually held up our end of the bargain on that. So we got a lot of reviews on iTunes that way and, and that got us on new and noteworthy which means nothing. Oh Andy um, Andy was so excited when that new and noteworthy came on. Oh man. Yeah. We were all thrilled. We were like, oh my God, yeah. this is it. This, this is really is happening. This is and it. uh that means nothing. Um things, but then things things are really gonna turn around. I'd say They're since really <laughs> since all of that happened and, and we kind of stopped doing all those things like years ago, I think it's all been word of mouth. And like, sure enough, one or two people a month will like either join Patreon or leave us a comment so we know they're still out there. Like, uh, you know, but it's I think it's word of mouth. So your, your, your thing has to be something somebody wants to listen to. <clears throat> Uh, the practical questions are we when we started the podcast we edited everything I edited half of the episodes and Andy edited the other half of the episodes and I used GarageBand which is free and Andy used Audacity which is free and then uh, when we stopped when we both got our lives got busier and we couldn't spend hours a week um, editing um, Rudakami should have stopped but it oh. didn't it's solely because <clears throat> Mike Khan decided that he was going to edit everything that we did oh, uh, in our s- proper season so really the, the person that you should be um, thanking for Rudakami existing is Mike because if he didn't edit them like I'm not I'm never going to edit an episode again <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah me neither and I'm, I'm, ne- I'm oh, not going to do it so, so if it comes so whenever Mike decides that he's had enough <laughs> That's okay. when Rudalchemy is going to stop Never. because because Tom and Whalen certainly aren't going to start editing episodes. We know we would. It, it, it's just we would it release one episode a year. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you. The, uh, no, no, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, the best way to accomplish doing a podcast with someone long distance. What we do, I don't, I don't know who, I don't know how anyone else does it. We. At one point, we use Skype. Uh, now we just use Google Hangouts. We do a, a video call that we're all on together. We record locally on what on our own, you know, computers, machines, wherever we are, and we slate it. You, if you've heard the bloopers, and some of you do go and give us money and listen to the bloopers, you know that we just snap and count, and that's how we slate everything that we do, so that uh, it's you know po- possible to sync it and edit it. And um, it's a good starting place, anyway. Uh, I know, <laughs> right? Cause so, yeah, because right, because sometimes someone someone will cut out, someone's recording will cut out, and they won't know, and then it'll take you know Mike going through every <laughs> stupid fucking thing that we do, and then getting in touch with us and being like, "Hey guys, can you re-record this? The recording went out, or hey, your mic stopped working for this thing. Can you go back and do it?" 
So again, the only reason Rude Alchemy is a thing is because of my con. Oh. Uh, and I don't know what do you use to what do you use, Mike, to do your editing? I love I love this kind of advice because number one, I would say um, is the most important thing is everyone agree to buy the same microphone. Mm. That <laughs> that makes a huge difference. Uh, which we do which not we do. <laughs> we don't have the same microphone. <laughs> What? No! No, Kane has one that's like $500, yeah. and we all have 40 a buck one. Oh, no, I, I have, have, a, I have a Yeti. No, we I have, a, we have uh, the same... Well, maybe not. No, I have a Yeti, and you guys have snowballs. Oh. Yeah, no, but, Mike, why yeah, does that matter? It's Mike, close. why does that matter? You, well, you know what? It's, it's funny. It changes... The cleaner the sound is coming through, then the more I can do with it. Like, if everybody's going to be in a cave, then I will add the effects for the cave. You know, if you were, if one person records in a big room that has lots of curtains and lots of blankets, then there's a lot of sound deadening, and so you hear more straight, natural voice. And then if someone else is recording in a room with really hard walls and, like, no fabric in it, you kind of hear the echo of the room. Mm. So it just, it puts you in two different spaces when you're listening to it whereas you know i want to be able to put you in whatever space you're in if you're outside or under the lion or you know in the shaft like that kind of thing um you know what i can't figure out i've (laughs) i've got a laptop and i just i don't know what to do to to get farther far enough away from the laptop so the fan on the laptop won't get on you know won't be a problem (laughs) there's just nothing i can do i mean (laughs) sorry that's okay. It's rough. Oh, but the but the program I use is uh, is called Reaper, and it's um it's also free, but it's like a it's a fully decked out um, digital audio workstation. You can pay like sixty bucks to have a personal license for it if you're not you know a company or a business. Um, so that's what I do. But you can actually use it for free. And they'll they don't restrict it in any way. They just ask you every time you turn it on if you will please buy a license. But yeah, Reaper is is awesome. It does a lot of stuff that paid digital audio workstations do, but it it can be free. And even if you if you have the money for it, it's cheap. But I love it. See that? That's 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 some real that's some real advice <laughs> oh, for you, McTater Thought. <laughs> wow. And we we host our we host our you know we use cloud. Uh, uh, to put the files on Google Drive, or we use Google Drive, but you know there are other cloud services that you could use. But uh, uh, right. and then I don't know, you just do it and uh, have someone like Mike Han do it for you because we're never going to do it ever again. <laughs> Correct. Uh, <clears throat> and that's the end of the questions. Yay! Uh, I'm, it's time for me to thank the many do people it. that uh, do it. Give us money on. On Patreon. Ready? Yes. Here we go. <gasps> Thank you, Tomb Death Denizens, Lowell Scott, Jason Mead, Gregory McClure, Yancey Zim, Dominique Tripp, Tristan Moses, Eddie Cardenas, Craig Sizzes, Jen, Aaron Ricklick, and Hunter the Dervish of Durbage. Thank you also to our Catacomb Depth Denizens, Benjamin Nadick, Verena Jellinger, Aaron, Noah Willitsford, Hedda Paulson, and Michael Bonani. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, we don't know what we're doing next. See you never. Bye. Oh yeah, we don't have anything to announce. Yeah, we'll make announcements. Oh yeah, there's new, there's bloopers up. So yeah. give us money and you can listen to them. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Huckabees, Mr. Thomas Hodgkin, Mr. Andrew Kane, Mr. Andy Werdner, and Mr. Ryan Whalen. This episode's story written by Mr. Werdner. Special guest, resident sound designer, Mr. Michael Hahn. Intro and outro music by Old Town Wake. All our music was by Mr. Benjamin J. Robb. Be sure to like. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> so if you want to get the blooper reels for every episode, visit rudegamadek.com slash support. Mm. Nailed it. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before. Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.